Welcome to the Quick Talk Podcast with Joshua Latimer, where we discuss business, life, family, faith, struggle, fire, pain, and ultimately winning. It's time to take massive action. Look, I, I can't work harder on your life or business than you do. It's ultimately all on you. You know, God created all the food the birds would ever need, but he doesn't put it in their nest. You've got to go get it. 10 out of 10 people die. So how about doing something today that actually matters while you still can? Hey, my friend, welcome back to the Quick Talk Podcast. Josh here. I hope you're doing fantastic. I'm super excited because today I get to talk to my buddy, Allison Prince. She is an incredible maniac entrepreneurial weirdo, just like me and just like you. And she has a crazy cool story. She's part of uh, the inner circle with Russell Brunson. That's how I met her. She's amazing. She's a mother. She's a wife. And she is big time entrepreneur. Uh, she started as a school teacher. <laughs> I'm going to let her unpack that that story. And then she quickly found out that she didn't make any money and she was really broke. And that was depressing because she thought if you get a college degree, everything would be amazing. Then she got into e-commerce. She's built several several different multi-million dollar uh, e-commerce brands. I'll let her explain that too. She's even helped her kids build six-figure businesses online. She's amazing. Allison, thank you. Thank you. How are you? I'm so excited to be here. And that was an amazing intro, just so you know. That's my, I, when I when I hit record, I turn on my radio voice. So it's like, <laughs> it's like hey, everybody, welcome to the Quick Talk Podcast with Allison Prince. How the heck are you? Uh, right? <laughs> Like it. I need to practice my radio voice. <laughs> Tell us about your life in in the early days when you went to school, or as Myron Golden calls it, government indoctrination camps. You went to school. You followed the traditional path. Yep. What happened before all the the glorious success and all that? So what happened when this actually started uh, when I was about twelve or thirteen? Uh, my parents got a divorce, and we literally lost everything. Like we had to move from our house. We moved into what we call, we term the rat house because there were literally rats in our house. And I remember going to school one day and I'm like, how do people pay for houses? How do people pay for cars? How do people pay for stuff? And so during like the end of junior high and high school, it like I kept asking friends and teachers, like how, how do people pay for stuff? Um, I got to experience what food stamps were <laughs> in call or in high school, and that was pretty fun experience, right? <laughs> you get like the government issued block of cheese and the milk and all that yep. kind of stuff, right? Yep, yep. And you know, it, and it's something that I look back and I'm grateful for now because it made me really self aware of what what's going on versus like living in um, a bubble. And so, like, I got a job in high school and I was working. And everybody told me, Allison, for you to be financially successful, you have to go to college. You have to get your college education. And I said, okay, I'm going to do that. So I worked super hard, um, studied in high school, and I actually uh, worked at an, it's called Einstein Bagels in high school. <laughs> yeah, we have those in Michigan. I've seen those. Oh, you do? Yeah. Yeah. I was a baker at 4 a.m. And for a high school student, it took about 4 a.m., like props to me back then. My gas, I can't even get up there at that time anymore. Well, some um, people, so isn't there like a funny like metaphor where they say you got to go make the bagels and it means make money, but you literally made bagels. That's pretty cool. I literally, 
You're ambitious getting up at four Made and bagels. then going to high and school. That's crazy. Right? I know. And then I was done at like 11 and then went and finished my classes. Um, and I'd saved enough money, like scraped everything. All my friends were buying CDs that dates me and clothes, but I was saving every single penny because I was so determined to go to college. And the first semester, so excited to go pay for college and get started because I could see financial security on the horizon. I went to go into get my money to pay for it. And I had found that my mom had used it all to pay for our rent. And at the time I was like, oh no, I can't go to college. This is so devastating. And I couldn't be mad at my mom because my mom is a blessed, beautiful, beautiful soul, but she had to have money to keep a roof over her house. And so it was that point, at that point, I'm like, I've just, I'm never going to make it. Like I can't go to college. I don't know what to do. Uh, and by, of course, the grace of God, <laughs> he allowed me to see that there were grants. <laughs> so I was able, like in the nick of time, able to get a grant, uh, um, a scholarship and some grants to go to college. I worked so hard in college, got my degree. And I remember the time I, I was just about to graduate, I was making about 8000 eight or nine thousand dollars a month and my first contracted job as a real employee was triple that and i was like oh this is gonna be the best thing ever Wait, you, what were you what were you making eight or nine thousand a month doing was this is when you're in college yeah a year oh a year okay you said a, a month you threw me i'm like oh. wait a second no that's no no a, <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's <way> amazing <laughs> you're like wait a minute okay gotcha gotcha no that eight or nine thousand a year um, and so tripling it, super excited. Um, like we were, my husband, we were, I had just gotten married. So my husband and I at that time were, <laughs> we're like, we're going to be so rich. We're going to be able to go to dinner and not have to split a meal because we were tripling <laughs> our income. And so I went, worked really hard that first month. And then they had me my first paycheck and they said, congratulations, you also qualify for food stamps. Now I knew that. I like I chose to be a teacher and I knew like being a teacher wasn't gonna buy me mansions or boats or yachts or things like that. Like I understood that, but I thought I'd at least be able to afford my own food. Right. And so that was like a big huge slap in the face. And my husband was still going to school at the time too. And we were just like, What? Like totally anticlimactic after years of anticipation. <laughs> like from junior high to my first year as a professional uh, school teacher, like all that time build up and just so focused on making it happen. And then it was literally like I'd been slapped in the face. And so um, I went home I was talking to my husband and he's like, well, I guess we'll figure it out. So I started going to the library and studying and trying to figure out like what, what are people doing to make money? And um, I dabbled in business here and there, but what really stuck was I'd come across something called e-commerce, which is selling products online. And that seemed to really click. You, you could sell from your home. You could stay in your pajamas all day. <laughs> Side benefit. Yeah. And then by this time I had four children. And so for me, I needed to be at home with my kids 
Because if I went back and got a teaching degree or something else, like all that money would have just gone to daycare. And so I really needed to find something that I could do from home. And so um, I started my first e-commerce business and I didn't have any money. Remember how I still didn't have any money? Right, right. (laughs) literally looked around my makeshift office and I found these, like this roll of vinyl. Do you know what vinyl is by chance? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay. Like, well, yeah, and our can... listeners do too, because they're service companies, they wrap their trucks in vinyl and oh, stuff perfect. like that. Yes. Perfect. Okay. So I took it and I cut it down into sheets. Like I think it was 12 or 13 inch sheets. Uh, and that was my first product and I put it up online and I ended up selling out that first day. And I'm like, oh my gosh, this is so magical. I found out how to make money online. We were dancing around <laughs> the house, thinking we were gonna live the good life. And then the next day, because um, I had sold out, right? So the next day I'm like, oh, I gotta find another product. So I looked around again and I found some gable boxes. And they're kind of like, um, things that hold cookies or cupcakes, just these little tiny party boxes that I had some extra of, and they didn't sell. And I'm like, no. And I said, okay, I'm gonna try it again. The next day I tried a new product um, and it didn't sell. And no, at I, first were you just trying to sell on like eBay or something? I mean, how were you even getting the traffic to see your vinyl or your weird niche product you're selling? I'm, I'm just <laughs> curious. I'm curious. I know that you probably evolved into much more complexity, but what were you doing yeah. in the, at first? So what I did is I had built a very clunky, but like in the beginning, this was almost a decade ago, like Shopify, people didn't. I didn't even know that Shopify existed, right? And so I called a developer, which um, I love, (laughs) and he didn't charge me very much. I'm like, hey, can you build me, like all I wanted was sell one product in a shopping cart. And he's like, absolutely. And I remember looking back at it just a while ago and I'm like, oh man, my design was so ugly. (laughs) (laughs) My mom mom always says, don't despise small beginnings. That's one of my favorite quotes. (laughs) We all feel like that about our first, you know, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm glad that I didn't try and make it perfect. I'm glad I just went with it. Right. Cause just get out there and test it and see if it works. And then my big thing is I like working with influencers. So instead of paying for ads, um, or Mark Zuckerberg, um, I like to pay for, uh, influencers. So other, like at the time there wasn't any Instagram. So Facebook people, People who would talk about my product and had a following was considered an influencer. And so I talked to um, a gal, she had about 15,000 followers on Facebook, which was pretty small at the time. And she ended up sending the traffic. I said, hey, I'll give you a cut of commission. And she's like, okay. So she put up the link and drove traffic to it. And that's what helped to sell that first product. And then um, she did it again the second day. And then I was getting my email list going. So then I could advertise, I could send an email the next day and the next day and the next day. Mm -hmm. So the real um, goal of that was to start collecting emails. And uh, (laughs) so the third day when I'm like, I didn't sell anything, I almost walked away from it and just said, you know what? I'm just done. I don't know if I want to do this anymore. And I think as entrepreneurs, we've all felt that at least 10,000 times, right? Oh, yeah, per day, per week. <laughs> it's so crazy, though, because when you're in that, like, valley of despair or whatever you want to call it, 
What if you would have walked away? Can you even imagine? If you would have actually told yourself, this doesn't work. It's fake. People must be scamming online. There's no way to do this. I just got to be a teacher. Like, like, holy crap, your whole life would be so different. You, oh, it's crazy. Okay, so I'm I'm glad you stuck with it. It would be unbelievable. So that third night we came, we actually were camping and I came home and I'm like shaking out the dirty um, sleeping bags and just ready to go to bed and just just wash it, right? I had worked hard. I was excited that first day, but the other two days had failed. And I just got this feeling, Allison, you can't stop. You cannot stop. And we all know where that feeling came from. Uh, and so I said, okay, I'm going to try it one more time. So I got up early in the morning, like 5 o'clock in the morning, got the site all ready, sent out an email, and I sold out. And it was that point where I realized the entrepreneur journey is like a roller coaster ride. And I had to decide at that point, am I in for the roller coaster ride or am I out for the roller coaster ride? Um, and so I said, you know what, I'm going to commit and I'm just going to keep at it and keep at it no matter what the result is. Let's just keep going. Um, okay, now this, like, I have to pinch myself that this was even a reality. Um, but by year two, I had built a multi-million dollar business. Wow. Now, you were still a teacher at first when you sold the vinyl through the influencer. And no, did, I was, Or did you, had I was, you left? I, yeah, yeah. This was um, a few years later. My husband, he got a job. Uh, as a physical therapist. And so I was able to stay at home, but we we're still living paycheck the paycheck to paycheck life. And I hated that. I felt like I was in these chains of, oh my gosh, what happens if the dishwasher breaks? Oh my gosh, what happens if a kid gets sick? I, that stress alone was, oh, I, I can't handle that. And so I was like, okay, hey, we've got to figure out how to get a savings. We've got to figure out how to how to get out of this rat race that we were we were living in. And so when I first started, my goal was to make $200 a day. That was it. Like if I can just make $200 a day, like we will be set. <laughs> right. My, my first goal was 500 a week. If I can just find a way to make yeah, $500 right? a week, then everything will be magical. Oh my gosh. And so you, do, you just set these small goals. And then I was hitting 500 or $200 a day within a couple months. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I can't believe this is happening. And so I set a new goal and set a new goal and set a new goal. Um, but you know how you get the, uh, what's it called when you just don't think you're good enough? Imposter syndrome. Thank you. That hit me hard mm. about year, I want to say year three. And I was like, oh my gosh, I just got lucky. Oh my gosh, did I, like, I'm just a fluke. And so I wanted to prove to myself that I wasn't a fluke. So I went out and I built another product. I didn't use the list that I currently had. I started from ground zero again, built another product and built that into a million dollar business. And I was like, oh, this is cool. This works. And then um, I was like, you know, I was talking to my husband about it and And I was like, you know what? We need to teach our children that they have options, that college isn't their only destination, that there are other things that they can do to find money and to be happy so they don't have to go work at a nine-to-five job or fall into one of the categories that colleges make you choose 
Like you can literally go do anything you want to. So we decided to teach them how to start a business and they started and nine months later they had made their first six figures. Now this was in when they were in junior high and elementary, like my elementary girl, she was like trying to figure out how to put on deodorant at the time. (laughs) (laughs) I remember talking to you in Boise about this too. And like, you didn't like do it for them. You didn't get in there and just do it. You like, you made them do the work, right? Yeah. Cause remember I had two multi-million dollar businesses that I was running. I didn't have time to do it for them. They had to do it. And so the system was built to where Remember, they're kids, right? I want them to still be kids. I want them to still go to dorky teenage things. Um, (laughs) And so it had to be within about five hours a week. And so we built a system to where they could accomplish this in about five hours a week. So they did it on Tuesday nights and Saturday mornings. And that was it. Until Black Friday got a little bit busier just because it's e-commerce and the holidays. Uh, And then they invited their friends over to help pack. But I didn't want them spending their whole lives, like, working so hard. I just wanted to let them see that they had options and they could make a heck of a lot more money than if they started, or than their babysitting hours, which I think they, like... Right, I know. I love this conversation so much. (laughs) So It's so important. It's so important. I'll tell you, my, uh, I think I told you how my oldest, who's 11 now, but when he was seven, he started a candy machine business and yeah. he, um, he had to go sell the locations, like go talk to the managers of these restaurants and places where we wanted to place the candy machines. And he had a script and I made him walk in there by himself. And I felt kind of bad at the time. I'm like, my gut is telling me this is a life changing, amazing thing, but he was really young, but he was really mature and anyway, so he did it, but he had to go into like 25 different places to get five candy machines placed. So we're doing it. And on Monday, on Maverick Monday, we'd go check the machine, clean it out, get the quarters out. And we did this for months. And he still didn't quite have the aha moment that I really was hoping he would have until we were moving to Costa Rica. We sold the company to some other kids older than him from the ne- neighboring town. And like when he was, he sold it for $1,200, right? So like he had 12 $100 bills in his hand and like the light bulb, just <laughs> a, a switch flipped in his brain. And it's not about the money. He just, he understood like tangibly, if you yes. add that, va- like you don't make money by working hard, you make money by adding value and there's ways to leverage your time and add more value with le- just that concept of like, there's opportunity. Yes. It's like yeah. life changing, his confidence, so- everything. And then they have choices. They have those choices to say, you know, I can. Most of my daughter's friends work at the grocery store, the local grocery store. They make $7.25 an hour. And my daughter can hop on like two weeks, maybe it was three weeks ago. She made over $1,000. And she didn't have to go clock in or clock out. I'm curious, like with your products, we don't have to go like super detailed if you don't want to, but were you like creating products and was it one product or did you have like a thousand different things you were selling? What, what did your business look like? And then with your kids, how did they find a product? What, what is like a high level view of like your strategy with that? Okay. So I'm so glad you asked this because this is where a lot of people get stuck and a lot of people get hung up and where it's actually, I think the easiest part, <laughs> you don't, have to create a shark tank idea. 
so many people are like, Allison, I want to do this, but I just don't know what to sell. I don't, I'm not creative. I can't think of any ideas. I sold sheets of vinyl lettering. There's no patent. There's no trademark. Shark Tank people would have completely laughed at me, right? <laughs> My girls, you know what they sold? Like, yeah. This is just stupid. They sold scarves. Do you know how many billions of scarves have ever been sold in the world? Like a ton. And so you don't have to come up with these new ideas. You literally just sell what's selling. Now, of course, you don't want to, um, like, patent or trademarks. You don't want to knock people off. But during um, the big cupcake boom, what they like, cupcake wars and all that was coming out. Mm-hmm. Like, cupcake was a trend, so I sold cupcake liners. And we would sell $20,000 in cupcake liners a day. Wow. Because you just ride the trend. That is genius. I would have never thought of that. And actually, even with home service, I I bet you never thought of this, but um, one of the things I talk about is people think that to make more money, they have to add additional services. Like, well, I'm broke. Now I should do lawn mowing. No, I'm broke. Now I should become a carpet cleaner. And they're going wider and wider instead of deeper uh, on the one thing, right? Like you can make, there's a a company on the East Coast that does over 50 million a year cleaning gutters. That's it. That one silly, dirty thing. It's a huge thing, <laughs> like, it, but yeah, that's that's basically what you're saying. You don't have to have a bunch of SKUs. You just gotta have the right timing with your product. Yeah, that's what I, my first business. Um, I thought I had to have a whole bunch of SKUs, like next, 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 right? And then that second business that I built was only around one product, and I'm like, oh, this is so much easier. <laughs> This is so much better. And to how just cool do one for product. your kids to be getting like striped dings on like their phone or yeah. something like <laughs> that whole, that's a whole experience, you know, like you sell something when you're sleeping and you wake up and you see these notifications and you're like, oh my gosh, like you're never the same after you do that no. the first time ever. No. ever. no. And at Disneyland and then Michaela, my oldest, well, my, they were both, we asked, uh, got asked to speak on Friday. So both girls went with me. My thir- she's now 13 or 14. She's a little bit nervous to speak on stage yet. But my 17-year-old, she gets up there and tells her story. The whole audience, it's like dead silent. Because she has learned self-confidence. These little tiny mini wins of her, the very first sell. She's like, "Oh my gosh. Mom, this works." And then the first $4,000 And then the next $19,000, like it was, she gets these mini wins and then now she's presenting on stage. I didn't have that self-confidence when I was that little, like at all. I was scared. I mean, I still get stage fright and she doesn't even like stage fright doesn't even exist in her brain because she's been building this confidence for so long and she's crushing it. And it's just so fun to watch her tell her story, inspire other people, and then after school, make $1,000. Like, she can do this. And we actually um, have our children buy all their own stuff. So when they hit 12, uh, we will buy the basics, like food and shelter, but all their clothes, all their toys, when they want to go out to the movies with their friends, they have to pay for it. And so they're starting to learn. The value and products too, like oh, I don't want that shirt. 
Um, I'm going to go with this shirt instead. Instead of trying to convince me to buy him both shirts, I'm like, yeah, you can have both shirts. Go ahead. You just have to pay for it. And they're like, um, no, I'm just going to buy the one shirt. <laughs> it's magical how their perspective changes. <laughs> it totally does. So not only has she, she now, which we actually t- we gave them 10 bucks an hour and then we saved everything else because we knew they'd buy like a million gumballs. Right. Right. <laughs> um, but when she graduates high school, she's got enough money to, if she wants to go to college and she'll walk out debt free. Oh my gosh. Um, or so if she cool. wants to start a business, she's got money to do it. Um, she has to buy her own car. And so she's saving to buy her car, uh, right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's amazing. We yeah, have so. we have a little family system around money too. We have the same philosophy around money. Like, it's critical, critical people. If you have kids, listen to me. You have to teach your kids financial education. They yes. are not going to learn any of this stuff. Value creation, you know, offers, copywriting, whatever is all involved with all businesses. They have they can know this stuff. You do not have to be a genius, but we don't talk about it. But one of the family systems we do is we just to give people like give our kids a really simple way to divide up their money is we do save, spend, give. And so when they get money, we encourage them to divide it into chunks of three, right? So you get like the save pile, you get the spend pile, and you get the give pile, right? Uh, Because we're also like super obsessed with generosity and all that kind of stuff in our house. Um, But little tiny things like that, get a little piggy bank that says save, spend, give. Give your kid like, don't give allowance to your kid, but pay them commission for doing like certain things like make another thing sorry i'm diatribing now i'm all fired up we make our kids do chores because they're a member of our household you don't get paid for doing things as a member of the household but there's things they can do above and beyond that that are helpful that add value to me or my wife and if they do that i'll pay them for it um but like i don't even know i i should talk about this stuff more um because it's it's everything your kids are gonna have the most unfair advantage ever ever (laughs) It's amazing. We either say that or we've completely screwed them up. So we'll let you know in 20 years. <laughs> <laughs> There's no way. There's no way you screwed them up. It's impossible. Tell me about the, the the project you have now because you had this huge warehouse. You're doing, I don't know, I don't know how big all your businesses were, but they're multiple millions. You're doing hundreds of thousands of dollars a month and you're selling stuff and you're fulfilling it. And, you know, as glorious as that might have been compared to school teacher, you got a little restless. You wanted to be home more. So you made a change and you started uh, another business, which is exciting, uh, called what? The Because I Can Clan, right? Can you tell us about Mm -hmm. that? Yeah. So uh, I (laughs) makes me smile. I never like, oh, you look back at your life and you're like, whoa, that was cool. (laughs) Like (laughs) I went through this whole journey. And I, re- I know why I had to go through that struggle or I know why I hit that high and it all just kind of makes sense. But um, I went on this whole e-commerce journey that God gave me all these experiences for me to share. Uh, I, When I first started, huge introvert. I still am an introvert. And um, about a year, almost two years ago, I got this feeling that Allison... I blessed you with this opportunity. Now you need to start teaching. And I'm like, oh, no, no, no. (laughs) No, let me just (laughs) stay in my pajamas 
without taking a shower <laughs> and just sell products online. And then, of course, I ran into a guy named Russell Brunson. And it just, like, it, it was that kick in the butt that I needed. And so what I did was I created a group called the Because I Can Clan. Why can we start businesses? Why can we live the dream that we've always dreamed about? Why can we get out of financial debt? Why can we like, just not be shackled down by those chains? It's because we can. We live in a time that I believe is the best time ever. And I know I'm a little biased because I haven't lived in any other time. But we have internet. We have money-making machines in our back pockets, our phones. Our phones can make us so much money. We don't have to go and get loans from the banks anymore. We can literally look around our makeshift office and sell product and turn it into cash and then build a business. And so I just have kept having these thoughts and I'm like, all right, I'm going to run my, all my businesses still. And then I'm going to launch another one called the because I can clan. And then I did it for uh, about a year. And I was like, I'm tired. <laughs> this is hard. I ran so I like too many businesses. So I decided to sell my big e-commerce company. Um, and that happened about, oh, five months ago. And it has felt so good. And so now what I do is I focus on my clan uh, and educating them and giving them the information. But I also still, I didn't even tell you, I don't think you know this. I still have four little e-commerce shops that uh, I don't, uh, or I use those to uh, keep up with the market. And then I show the back ends of it. So I go into my group. I'm like, hey, guys, I'm doing this deal. This is where I got the product from. This is what I'm selling. This is how much I sold it for. These are my margins. And this is how I drove traffic. And so I keep up to date with a smaller business to help um, educate my clan. Because I feel like the best education is to show instead of, oh, this is what happened 10 years ago. Like I'm literally showing them the behind the scenes of what is happening with some of my smaller e-commerce businesses. Um, and, you know, we'll go out a couple weeks ago. I think it was the end. Oh, it was about a month ago. The end of August, we did a deal with an influencer and we ended up doing $64,000 in about two and a half days, which is crazy, right? That's like double my teacher salary <laughs> right. in two days. Um and that was cool, but I'll tell you what, when I get an email from a clanner, we call them, we call ourselves clanners, that they just made 10 grand or they just paid off their car or they just crossed the $50,000 mark, that is more fulfilling to me than me actually going out and selling. And so now, like I put my, my energy and effort into helping others succeed because I don't know if that's kind of like a selfish thing, but it makes me so happy to see them succeed. And maybe it's kind of like uh, as a parent, when you see your children want something, right? And the kind of the awkward stage and then a struggle and then they hit success, you're like, yes, that's the best thing ever. Mm -hmm. And so I kind of feel like a mom <laughs> to these people. And these are all my kids and they're making it happen. And I just feel so good 
that it makes me keep giving and showing and teaching and driving um, because I want other people to do it. Like God gave me this journey for a reason. Like I know he did. And so now it's my time to teach and show others how to do it because it's changed my life so much. Oh my gosh. I'm so pumped right now for people to check out your stuff. Don't, aren't you working on a course or some sort of material around like kid businesses with e-commerce? Like we were talking about that briefly. How can like, if someone's listening and they have kids and they're like, my kid needs to learn how to sell scarves and make a hundred thousand dollars. Can they learn that um, through you? somehow? Yes. So right now it's zero dash 100 K.com. Um, if there, there is like a business license where they're going to need an adult in the beginning, this is more for, um, an adult helping a kid or an adult to do it on their own. My Michaela, she has been working on a kid's course, uh, but she's, she's in high school. And so she hasn't been able to move as fast as she wants to on it. Um, but eventually, uh, she's going to come out with more of a kid's course, but I'm not going to hold my breath (laughs) (laughs) on it. Um, she's, she's amazing. She really is, but she's still trying to figure out, do I want to teach or do I want to keep selling? Selling just comes, it's super easy for her, right? Cause she's been doing it for so long. So she's kind of trying to figure out what and who she wants to be on that. But yeah, that zero to hundred K course, um, I, I broke it down into like one, two and three sections. And that first section, you don't need a website. You don't need a URL. You're literally just going out there. I show you where to find the like I, this is crazy to me, but I uh, created a, tr- a trend generator so you can literally go in and see what products are hot. Like it just magically shows up. It's like looking into a crystal ball. It's so cool. Um, and then you go out, you buy it, and then I tell you the platforms or the marketplaces to sell them on. And that's what a lot of kids do that come in through the system, like with their parent. They'll just stick with that first column right there because they're not worrying about um a lot of the uh, stuff that might be a little bit too deep for them yet. And so I, I recommend kids start with that first roadmap. Okay, so that's the numeral 0-100k.com, right? Uh-huh, yeah. Okay, yeah. but your other, for, if people are interested in the Because I Can clan, that's at allisonjprince.com, right? Well, okay, so the um, the group, like what we believe in is called the Because I Can clan, and then the 0-100k is the actual product. Um, so if you come in and you follow me on Instagram or Facebook and participate in the learning, you are a planner. But then if you get into the program, that's a zero to hundred K. I only gotcha, have one. Gotcha. 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 Yeah. Okay. That makes sense. Awesome. Well, thank you for hanging out and dropping value and sharing your story and being amazing and making the world a better place and being a really good parent. I appreciate that <laughs> as a fellow American citizen. That you're going to raise some really great humans. That's awesome. Um, I don't know when I'll see you again next, but are you speaking at Funnel Hacking Live again? No, which I'm Are you going to go? Oh, yes. Yeah. Oh, yes. I guess I'll probably see you there. Yeah, I'll see you there. Um, Inner Circle meeting might be after, I think. Yeah, yeah. Um, But, yeah, no, I go to almost everything Russell Brunson puts on. He's a inspiration i'll tell you what <laughs> he is he's gotten a lot of money from me and i'm always happy to send it to him it's, it's pretty amazing right? yeah yeah the amount of money i've sent him it's come back to me like crazy amount 
Yeah, well, when I join the inner circle and I wire the stranger a whole bunch of money to <laughs> be in it, I'm like, what am I doing? It, within 90 days, I had more than doubled uh, my investment through like yep. one simple thing that he told me to do, and it was it was pretty awesome. So I can't wait to geek out more about family and family systems and some of the things that I'm working on and what you're working yes. on. And the moral of the story to everybody listening is that you can do hard things because some of the hard things aren't even that hard. You just got to focus. You got to believe in yourself. You got to invest in your brain. You got to listen to podcasts like this. Uh, Allison, I'm pretty sure, doesn't have a Harvard MBA in international (laughs) economics. I'm pretty sure she qualified for food stamps as a teacher and then sold some vinyl on the internet. And then, you know. I can confirm that. (laughs) You can confirm that. And me either. I always joke that I I went to college, too. Um, I stopped by for about a semester at a community college and, like, barely even tried. So (laughs) it's not a requirement at all. University does not have the uh, the market cornered on education. Um, It's all out there. So if you have any closing thoughts, Allison, um, then I can let you go. My closing thought is just go do it. Get out of your head. Listen to your heart. It's right there waiting for you. You were meant to come down and do great things. And to do great things requires money and just a few tweaks. It's like a door. A couple hinges cha- like moves a big, huge door, right? A couple things can allow that freedom for you to fulfill what you were meant to do and not have to de- like battle, oh, can I do this? Do I have enough money? Like, go live the life where you don't have, you're not held back by finances. Absolutely. That was awesome. And and I'll add another closing thought for my second closing thought. Earlier, you (laughs) talked about how the time we live in right now is the greatest ever. And I agree. Like, if you can't figure out how to live the life that you want and build the business that you want, if you can't figure that out in 2018 in the United States, with the technologies, tools, resources, education, information, inspiration, that's all available for free, you never would have made it in any other time period in human history. Like, this is just a modern-day gold rush of opportunity everywhere. It's unreal. But we feel like we live on an island when we're working really hard and surviving, and we just go to work, go home, go to work, go home. And we forget, we forget to open our eyeballs and just look at all the opportunity. So thank you for helping uh, the Quick Talk listeners open their eyeballs and see maybe some opportunity that they didn't see before. Allison, you are the best. Thank you so much. Thank you. Hey, thanks for hanging out, friends. And from all of us here at the Quick Talk podcast team, we hope you love today's show. We hope that you were inspired to become a doer and not just a listener. Apply what you've heard today in your own business and watch things change for the better. Lastly, remember that all the money in the world can't save your soul. Seek first the kingdom of God, my friends. We'll see you next time. For more information about the Quick Talk podcast or Joshua's other businesses, visit our website, quicktalkpodcast.com. Have a blessed day.